0: Hello and welcome to the Edge of the Box Football Podcast, the show where we aim to challenge football convention with thought-provoking and outside-of-the-box points of view. The late, great Diego Maradona is unquestionably on football's Mount Rushmore, but because his career was a bit before our time as a bunch of 90s kids, we thought we'd offer up our own personal Mount Rushmores with the players that we believe are the greatest to have played the game while we've been fans. Beyond Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo, it really isn't all that easy. I'm your host, Harry Brent given that it is the North London derby this weekend, and given that we have an absence of a certain soft voice, Mr. Rowe, and that I'm blessed with the company of both an Arsenal and a Tottenham fan here today. um, Simple question. There are 11 Tottenham and Arsenal players who have scored four or more goals in the North London derby in the Premier League. Okay. Can you name them? So right. Kane. So Harry Kane. Yeah. So Harry Kane. Yes. Thierry Henry. Thierry Henry is correct. Yeah.
1: Robin van Persie.
0: Robin van Persie is correct.
1: Adabayor?
0: Adabayor is correct.
1: <laughs> uh, before. On,
0: Jermaine Defoe is not correct. Um, Christian Eriksen. Christian Eriksen is not correct.
2: He's not. How many has he got? Sure, <laughs> i know he scored in the last one. I wouldn't played. tell you.
0: Um, Aaron Ramsey. Not correct. Oh,
1: uh, Fabregas.
0: Not correct.
1: Oh, you
0: definitely have it. Um, Landivar. is correct. Yeah. Yep. It is. So you got Kane is Kane is Kane is top with yeah with oh. ten,
1: yeah,
0: 100%. and Adebayor is second with well alley Six for uh, not Dele Alley, no,
2: so, Dele wants to derby. <clears <clears <throat>
0: um, Lumberg Pires, both of them correct. Pires, with... Now. How it, many have we, we got? So you've got you're, you're missing uh, four.
1: I feel like a defender's going to be in there,
0: Sol Campbell. No, there's no defenders oh. in there to, to oh. get you away from that. That, a, that would have been Jens Lee. I've
2: Campbell. <laughs> is... in He's played in all of
0: them. There is a, um, a sort of defensive midfielder in there.
2: Ooh.
0: That's probably going to give it away pretty quickly.
1: Uh... Apparently not. Flamini.
0: Flamini? Flamini? You know. <laughs> Uh, Pascal Sigan, uh Who else? <laughs> He's on three. <laughs> three, yeah, just missed out. Um, so you've got two are still playing in the uh, and are currently in the Premier League at the moment.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Not necessarily for Spurs or Arsenal.
0: Not necessarily, but they
1: are
0: <laughs> <Not> necessarily. <laughs> um, and then one is the defensive midfielder I, I already talked about. Alexander Song? No. Oh, defensive mid. <laughs> or maybe defensive mid is, is putting you off a bit. Think of him as a centre mid, really. Vieira. Vieira, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: defensive mid has one. Sorry, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, like
0: he's more defensive than attacking, isn't he?
1: Box to box.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Um... he's the most defensive player there so <laughs> <laughs> sorry did we say Son uh, Son is not there no. no
1: whoa crazy
0: so you've got yeah so two last weekend when he gets strong so, uh, yeah <laughs> when, he, when he does so his hat-trick
1: so the ones left are the two that are still playing
0: and a player who retired in the um, well late 90s um, did,
2: Ian did, you, Wright.
0: You Ian say, Wright did you say Giroud? Right. I did say Giroud, but he's not. I said it as part of a reference to a Champions League uh game against Sevilla recently played. Don't know if you saw it, four goals were scored. Um, Fred <laughs> said uh, no, Giroud's not on the list, but Ian Wright is on the list. Yep, so you got two to get, and it's the two that are still playing. Come on,
2: my god. Uh, also, nope. no,
0: playing. I said, playing. Anyway, playing. uh.
1: Still
2: playing in the. Sorry, sorry. Can you,
0: are they, they, they play for Spurs or Arsenal? They might do. <laughs> okay, one of one of them, one of them does play for Spurs or Arsenal right now. Yeah, okay. it's probably going to be an Arsenal one. So I don't see Lucas Moura doing
2: it, and I don't see anyone else in the Spurs squad that would be able to.
1: Aubameyang, Nope.
2: nope. Um... Oh, this is hard. Is it? Is it not hard?
0: It's not hard at all. It's not? <laughs> wow. Um, Shout out, Harry. <laughs> it's so easy when the answers are right here, guys. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: Right, so we're missing two. I'll, the I'll be honest, so though.
0: When, when I think of this guy, I actually don't... You know how when... When I think of Harry Kane, I can see him scoring against Arsenal. I can remember goals. When I see this guy, I actually can't remember him scoring goals against one or the other team, whichever team he plays for.
2: Right, let's just go through the line, I guess. guess. Um, it's not a defender, so we'll start
0: like midfield. He uh... <clears throat> <laughs> got it. I think he might have it. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> uh, I really do not.
2: No, literally, the only players I see like scoring four against that. <laughs> I that. I've already said them. Lamella? Oh. No. No, it's not Lamella. <laughs> Gareth
0: Bale? Yes, Jesus. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Right, there uh, we got there, and then there's one oh, the more. last
1: one that doesn't play currently. Play. So he plays
0: in the Premier League, but he does not play for Arsenal or Tottenham. I'll give you. I'll try and give. Well, Dave might have this as a clue. So I I used to hate this guy when he played for Arsenal, and to be honest, I'm still not a huge fan of him. So he played for Arsenal. There's the clue. He also has a Formula One career, or rather, his doppelganger has a Formula One career.
1: Oh, oh my God. <laughs>
0: Theo Walcott. There we go.
1: Theo Walcott.
0: <laughs> Theo Walcott. Running down the wing. Uh,
1: Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah no, I see it now. <laughs> um, recently, Diego Maradona sadly died. Um, we don't really need to go through how good of a player he was. We all know how how, you know, important he was. To the world of football but it just got me thinking you know obviously we we're all in our mid-20s we never never saw him play other than what we've seen on youtube or or videos or whatever um so it just it just got me thinking like who you know who would be the who, who is who are the best players that you guys have seen in your lifetime and i don't mean seen live in the stadium even though that might but that just becomes a bit of a show about oh look what games i've been to see Um, Um, pedestal. Exactly. Exactly. As a Blackburnian, you would put, or you know, two guys got to be up there. But I would, you know, it's interesting. Obviously, I'm going to expect Messi and Ronaldo to be to be on everybody's list and put, you know, possibly one, two on everybody's list. But I just found it interesting because once you get below that, although there's there's a few candidates there, it's going to change between for different people once you get below those two. Uh, and more specifically because Ash I know, you, you know you've know you not been watching not been consistently watching football for too long so you may have more modern um, answers
2: Yeah I, I will say like, I've taken great there's been a great amount of effort to develop a more deeper understanding
0: well, it. There's no wrong answers for this like it's just basically about throughout your footballing experience as a fan like who do you consider to be the best so with that in mind yeah who do you guys believe are the top five players that you have seen throughout your life as a football fan Dave why don't you start us off five going from five to one right so at number five I have Philip Lahm Philip Lahm rogue yeah. I like it okay
1: Wow. so I remember I see seeing that in the 2006 World Cup, so it was him and Podolski, they were like the new kids on the block for Germany. And I just remember seeing him and thinking, this guy is absolutely unbelievably good.
0: My so memory the, serves me. He scored the opening goal of that World yeah, Cup, did he? Yeah,
1: did, yeah. And he was so good. We went from strength to strength, obviously eventually became Germany captain, eventually became Bayern Munich captain. Mm. Um, and Guardiola raved about him, saying that he's one of the best players that I think he's he's ever seen and ever worked with. He was intelligent, technically gifted, but he still had a a dogged mentality about him as well. That he had elegance and grace and technicality, but he could still mm. put the tackle. Wasn't a huge fan of him moving into um, like the holding mid position, but because he was so good technically, mm. I can see why they did it. But I think he's. Probably the best fullback that I think I've seen, arguably maybe rivaling Ashley Cole. But apart from that, probably yeah, the best he fullback that I've seen in my.
0: He could do. He could do both. That was that was a big strength of his. And and yeah, the, the, his move to centre mid was, it was kind of weird at the time because we'd never we, sort of it was like why, you know, it was sort of like what's going on when when Guardiola did it. But of course, after that, he did a lot of that. Not necessarily playing fullbacks in centre mid, but. A lot of his systems would have his fullbacks coming inside, and like, you know, Carl Walker's done it at Man City. Quite yeah, yeah
1: an inverted fullback, bro. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, and yeah, I guess he, you know, he's just that just demonstrates his technical ability. He wasn't the quickest either, was he? He wasn't sort of,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, absolutely rapid, but yeah, it's, it's not a bad shot. It reminds
1: shot. me of, um, Obviously, not, not comparing Lahm to him, but sort of, as because he doesn't have pace, I think you had to have intelligent yeah. and positional awareness. I think that's what made him so good.
0: Yeah, just, it's probably not a bad thing. Yeah, as is is like a budget Philip Lahm, isn't
1: he?
0: Yeah. Just sort of, can do, <laughs> no, sort of very before. similar, but just, you know, take off 20% of the ability and yeah. everything. He didn't he? have the
1: technical ability and the that obviously Philip Lahm had but Philip yeah Philip Lahm was just an incredibly Mm. incredibly amazing player
0: okay all right I like that interesting
1: um at number four and I'm still not sure but I'm gonna go with Ronaldo Cristiano or Cristiano yeah
0: Cristiano Cristiano.
1: so um player that his goal scoring record just speaks for itself he is an absolute phenomenon I think what's interesting about him I feel that Messi's more naturally gifted than Ronaldo but I think Ronaldo represents a player that had to work hard to get where he he got to so I remember like hearing that you know he couldn't head of the ball and he used to practice heading and mm. I don't think he had the greatest jumping reach but he practiced that to the point where he's got like this godly le- like leap that he has that he gets crazy high right when he jumps and I think I respect him because he was obviously I feel like he had something to prove he was a boy that grew up poor um obviously he was at the Lisbon Academy United signed him when they played them in a friendly and to see where he started and where he is now um he's just incredible I think I preferred um United Ronaldo where he used to dribble past people
0: yeah,
1: he was a bit of an ex- exhibitionist, and sometimes he didn't have end product. But he worked on that, and he's when he would run at plays and dribble and score as well was when I really really liked Ronaldo mm. at United in the Premier League. And obviously he went to Madrid, and he still he almost became converted to almost like a striker now in his in his latter stage of his career. But he's still scoring a crazy amount of goals. Score recently, he mm. scored 750 of his career, and he's a, yeah a generational. Phenomenal talent as well,
0: but three players better than him. But three, yeah. yeah. He scored um twelve headed goals in one season. <laughs>
1: that's yeah. that's mad. I think that's that's why I do respect him because, like I said, he he. I don't think he was. He, there was a raw talent there, but the way that he worked on the things mm. that he wasn't good at, I think, is a testament to to his um, the player. There
2: was a very good article on the Athletic by uh, Marcia Cox. One uh, <laughs> put out recently. It's actually just one pound uh, <laughs> per month right now. Um, so thank you, Athletic, for spot <laughs> on <No, I just laughs> well <with> Co- <laughs> no, Ash, edge of the box, <laughs> Get it but it. No, um Yeah, so he put out this article and it was all about the Exactly what you've said, like the evolution of Ronaldo's talent over Mm. over the course of his career, by looking at like statistics of like how many times, like the development of his dribbling, how many times he's dribbling past players Mm. in games. It was quite interesting. But yeah, like massive, massive talent when he retires, I'm I'm sure. I'm sure the number seven shirt all over the world will be (laughs) retired, also. Cut that. Um...
1: And at number three is Thierry Henry
0: above Cristiano Ronaldo.
1: Yeah, wow. and and I, that probably is a bias as an Arsenal fan, but I think just seeing Thierry Henry play was like I feel for me it was like seeing Michael Jordan play the way he was. He would just dominate games, and not saying that Ronaldo didn't. He, of course, he did, but there was a, a an elegance and a a sort of arrogance that was was
0: just. Sorry, you know, who, sorry who are you describing here, Henri?
1: <laughs> yeah, arguably, he, he can say or Jordan. But, or Jordan. But with, <laughs> with Henri, he was it was kind of scary how good he was. Like easily, I think there was one point where he he probably was the best player in the world. And the fact that he played for obviously the team that I support is probably why I probably edged it over Ronaldo. But. Well, I mean what more can you say of Thierry
2: Henry I mean you can think what you like but the, the facts are that Cristiano Ronaldo is not France's leading goal scorer and, <laughs> <Thierry> <laughs> and uh, well for now but anyway we'll a yeah, and
1: obviously Ronaldo Henry's goal scoring record isn't anywhere near yeah, sort of Ronaldo, yeah. is, is Ronaldo yeah.
0: but then Ash makes a good point like how many goals did Henry get for Arsenal he like 180 or so no yeah Maybe yeah. no, maybe yeah, maybe about that. And Ronaldo got how many goals for Arsenal? Zero. <laughs> so no, but it, it's not. It's not a. You know, obviously, I think probably most non-Arsenal fans would would maybe not put on Risa high, but the, the, but I don't think it's too controversial in the sense that I mean, you know, when you speak to most people, um, certainly. You know, our age, who grew up in that sort of era, you know, I guess when it comes to the conversation of who's the best player in the Premier League of all time, it's usually between Henri and Ronaldo, really. Um, you know, unless you, unless people start getting into club biased stuff, but so I don't think you know he absolutely was the the absolute standout, wasn't he, for for four or five years? Um, you know, I don't. I, I guess, I mean, you know, from a, from a non-Arsenal fan perspective, my my criticism of Henri would be that maybe did he perform uh, consistently enough in, in Arsenal's biggest games? I mean, you know, he has some standout performances like, you know, the a couple of Man United games in the Real Madrid, into Milan, yeah. you know, he, he has... It's not like he never did, but, you know... We, we, perhaps it's, it's nitpicking, but, you know... <laughs> obviously you, you you when you when your team faced up particularly that arsenal side that was so strong he was the he was the main man he was the guy you feared um but you no know, no look I, I don't i don't i'm not trying to pick holes in that that's that's
1: for me that's i, I best in favourites so yeah
0: that's that's so fair
1: that's, so that's probably why so i completely agree that statistically ronaldo is better but i think henry as a, as an Arsenal fan, as I've said, <clears throat> yeah. he biased, he he has to be up there for me. Okay. Um, moving on to number two is uh, Messi.
2: <sighs> number two? So, yeah. No, I'm not having it with Messi. Who's no. <laughs> no. number one, man? On? No, we'll wait. We'll wait. we We'll
1: wait. It's fine. Okay. It's so, about Messi. so Messi, again, needs no introduction. He was... Uh, weirdly enough, though, with Messi, I think he was so good that it—not that it got boring watching him, but he was—you just expected him to do something great. So
0: he's—he's he's a victim of his own brilliance. Is that good. what you're
1: yeah, he's Too good. He's too good. So again, he's a phenomenal player. Growing <laughs> up through the the Barstow Academy, Maziya Academy, and seeing the play that he's become, he's obviously again. I mean, people, some people comparing him to to the greatness of Maro. As well, and he's arguably the Maradona of all time, so I
0: would say. But so, so, given just given that you've not put him top of yours out of interest, I know we're making this list because we as mid 20 year olds can't really comment properly on how mm. good a player Maradona was. But based on what you've seen, what you've read, what you know, who would you say was better out of Messi and Maradona?
1: Um,
2: fingers. Messi's Messi's doing this with the highest level of sports science in the world. Yeah, and that's
1: an argument
2: on an absolute strict regime of what he can eat, what he can drink, his training, all this. Maradona's doing it, cocked up his face <laughs> and drunk.
0: Well, I mean, we, we, that could have that could have benefited him. We we don't know <laughs> things. <is possible, laughs> but you know,
1: <laughs> I think it's it's obviously tough because the the type of football that was played back then, so it's you know, rough like Maradona was being kicked left, right and centre and and Messi has experienced that, but not to the same sort of aggressive <clears throat> sort of rough housing ways that Maradona
2: referees were more lenient
0: as well, but we can say referees back then.
1: Yeah. I think yeah, on the, just,
0: just just to interject there. So I mean I was I was having this conversation with um with my father, who is a big, well, he's a big Messi fan, but he, but he was growing up a big Maradona fan. And we were having this conversation about whether um, whether defences were, you know, a lot, uh, you know, you know how, how do they compare between leagues and whether Messi has it easier because the pitches are more pristine, et cetera, et cetera. And he, he made the point, again, speaking from someone who grew up watching football in the 70s and 80s when Maradona was playing, he was saying that the def- the defense was the def- defenders in those days were were far less organized structurally than they were now like it, it, it's almost like especially especially recently in the last sort of five or six years it's almost like chess when you're on the edge of the box trying to you know maneuver your way through it's not like you just have to have the ability to beat one person and beat another person you know like and that's not to discredit anything that maradona w- was able to do but he brought up the point that as as fantastic, obviously, as the goal of the century is the famous goal against England in the eighty six World Cup that was not the hand of God. the the the, the defending is isn't isn't esque, put it that way. Um, but you know that's just that's that that's you know one man's opinion. So I I, I just but I thought I'd offer that up because while yes there are obviously advantages to playing in the twenty first century that you wouldn't have had back then. I, I don't know whether you know, I, yeah, I don't know whether that disqualifies anybody from being able to compete with with people who played back in the day. Because whilst they, so I agree that things were a lot harder back then in certain ways, I also think they were a lot easier in in other ways. Like I, I always look one sorry to rant. I always, a crack look, crack crack time, <laughs> I always look crap comparison. my time, I always look back on you know Michael Owen's goal against Argentina in the nineteen ninety eight World Cup. Um, I i didn't want to put that in we talked about overrated goals last week i didn't want to put that in there or well, a couple of weeks ago um but i remember watching that back and thinking like what's when he when he when he breaks so he got gets the ball on the halfway line and, and beats one line of midfielders and then there's about 40 yards between him and the next defender who's standing there stationary 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 and i remember thinking like You've never, ever, like, I don't know what, I, I, looking at the context of the game, I don't quite, I don't know who it is, whether it's Pochettino or someone, whoever it is, Ayala, I'm not sure, but they're randomly just on the edge of the box, just, just basically allowing this rapid striker to beat them when they're standing still. And I thought, God, blimey, I could have, if I had the run on, on that bloke, I reckon, I keep saying this, I could have done, I probably couldn't, but you know what I mean? It, it just seems like def- defending has improved universally, I think, and so I think that also needs to be taken account. Anyway, I will pass the baton. Back. Thank
1: you, Gary. <laughs> You've now spoken like a yeah. than I
0: have. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Got to stop doing that. And another! Uh, <laughs> we, need a, we need a conch. I think we need a conch to... Uh, uh, or we all need one each to pretend with. But no, we'll go We'll go on. Who's who's number one? Tell us who's number um, one.
1: I mean, I was going to potentially answer your Messi or Maradona. Oh, well... Uh, I actually don't know, (laughs) but, um, yeah. Do you want me to answer it, or do you want me to just move on to number one?
0: Whichever you like. I'll move on to number one.
1: But I may answer another day. Um, So, number one is um, Ronaldinho.
0: Ronaldinho, okay.
1: Again, another player that I was and was just incomplete or over. And again, I'm probably set the wrong precedent because I'm probably choosing more favourite plays than best plays. but I think... The, the way he played, the, the flair, the technicality, but he still had end product as well. He still scored so many goals. Um, I think the one thing that really sticks in my head is when he scored a hat-trick against Madrid. I think it was one of his goals. I think the Madrid fans actually stood up and applauded him. And I can't, at the top of my head, not that they haven't, but they might have done it doing that for Messi, but I think that just says it all, that when bitter rivals, the fans of your bitter rivals are standing up to applaud a goal that you just scored, I think, just says it all for me.
0: I think yeah, it's well.
1: more of a um, nice we <laughs> yeah. we're sure
0: more of this. <laughs>
1: In
0: my head, I know they've done it for Iniesta before. Mm. Um, I don't know whether they've done it for Messi, but um, then again it might have been might be somewhat harder to do it for Messi after 15 <laughs> years of torment. <laughs> Um, they they may well have done. I know there's three. I, I've yeah, yeah. Bizarre, coincidentally read that stat recently. I remember one is Ronaldinho. I remember one is uh-huh. Iniesta, but I can't remember who the third one was. Um, so you so you're. I know you say you're taking favoritism in, into account as well, but you are comfortable with having Ronaldinho in terms of the topic of what we're talking about above above Messi. You're putting your you're putting your, your official Eggby stamp on that. Sorry, I don't mean to pressurise at all. but I kind of do. <laughs>
1: um, I guess I've said it now, so probably, yeah. I probably have to commit to it. I just, oh, yeah. like, no
0: wrong answers here.
1: Me- I mean, the post record is amazing, the, the way he dribbles, but Ronaldinho, for me, I've never seen a player like him before. The way he's, he's dribbling, the way he'll would, he would almost play like a kid on like just the playground. I know we say it about a few other players like Rooney, but he, I don't know. He was just phenomenal. He was just so so good. Mm. And for me, like I said, I've never seen a player like that. Messi, like draws comparisons with Maradona, which obviously is great. But Ronaldinho, I feel like was such a unique, unique player.
0: Yeah, oh, I can't disagree with that. I can't disagree with that sentence. He certainly, he certainly was. So that, so, so to to sum up, that was number five, Philip Lahm. Number four. Um. Yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo number three, Thierry Henry number two, Lionel Messi number one. From our Dino Gaucho. Okay. Uh, Ash. Now to the real podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll yes. Cut that out. Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> right. So mine's going to be a little bit different, trackies, you know, like this. So you're you're going you're going purely off who you think was best, not taking into account who you like.
1: Where's Harry Kane? Oh, but,
0: yeah. Yeah, uh, sure. Uh, it's not there. Uh, <gasps> oh, but, okay, yeah. So, we'll preface this with the fact that, obviously, you're... I mean, I don't know who you've got in your list, but generally, your football fandom comes from the last... The North. I mean, majority of the last, what, three or four years? Um, uh, with a with a sort of well, half-eye on the last 10 15 years.
2: You'll watch it growing up, and there's very yeah. little going in. Right? <laughs> plus, like, yeah. tactically statistically stuff like that tactically very little going in so yeah I've learned quite a lot over a short period of time or nothing at all but no one not sparkle so cool. but my uh, my first pick number five uh, where well, I haven't seen him play it's not I've seen him play games uh, when I was growing up and obviously you know it stands out. What but it's more just this kind of what, what he created in, in my life growing up and like at my school
0: or my playground. It's, it's Ronaldinho. Oh, I thought, I thought you're going to go, when you say my school, my playground, I was convinced we were going to hear Morton Gams Pedersen's name. Yeah, <laughs> there were so many kids. <laughs> he to be so all badly. all learning. Uh, where was he from? Yeah. He's from Norway, isn't he? Norway. Norway uh, yeah. All learning Norwegian.
2: No, honestly, though, because my growing up. I did used to play with my left foot. Morton. I'm right footed. <laughs> right I used to use my left foot. I'm, I still do it. Like, like it's kind of served you
0: well because I'm quite comfortable. It's the English. It's a bit of a mouthful, you know, when you, you you're on the playground and you're shouting the name of the person you're oh, I'm imitating as you like shoot. A lot of, it's a lot of syllables to get out, you know. Thank 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 God he was a good free kick taker because it gives you
2: enough, yeah. enough time to say it all. Hey, well, then he
0: has <laughs> That's why two, yeah, guys, Rolabee, two guys are Rolabee, you know, a lot
2: easier, isn't it? Sorry, go on. Rolabee. Do you guys remember the early two thousand Nike
0: commercial? There was a few. Which of him. Of him just doing oh, for like
2: six minutes.
0: Oh, the Joga Bonito, yeah, the Jorga Benito one where he yeah. smashes it off the crossbar and yeah. the, the fake thing.
1: Eric, not <laughs>
0: <laughs> you Don't break the, my the, dreams. The, like the, that. Very much <laughs> fake <laughs> advert with him. Right, but however, the however, leg, 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 legitimate. Yeah, back then, before bad. before we were aware that that could be done yeah. on computers, that because that for a while was like, oh my god, that's yeah. Don't get me wrong, I, I thought hmm. that was genuine for a few years. But yeah, you got like... You've got kids on on my playground
2: doing like rainbow flicks and stuff like this, yeah. trying to be Ronaldinho and all this. Yeah. And it, just that kind of stuck with me when thinking about things. Like when I was growing up, Ronaldinho is the best, best player in the world. And I believed that for so, so, so long in my life. And like, it just, just looking back as well, like uh, that footage of him, and I'm looking at it like, yeah, he's definitely special. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's, no he's, so, he's so he's technical. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean?
1: That's why as number one. <laughs> but yeah,
2: so when when Egby said he was number one, I was like, I was like, oh wow, well, must yeah, be. I must know certain things.
1: Matters.
2: Yeah. The the other four on on the list of just basically, I, I I pictured the of you guys, you know, going back to your childhoods. Who you think? is the best during those days. Uh, and not many current players would probably get in that. So I've put a lot of current players in it <laughs> okay. um, because obviously it wasn't really me at that time and now it is. So in my fourth slot, it's, uh, I see, this is this what I mean when I say it? Like, my, my, my list is so boring and awful. No, 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 wait, be confident. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's it. just Kevin De Bruyne, right, that's it. <laughs> K- KDB. KDB, I think he's a fantastic player. You, you know, he just operates in them, like, half spaces between the full-back and the, and the centre-back. Yeah. And he'll just put a ball in there. And, and, and you'll have no idea how he's seen the pass, let alone, actually carried it out and He'll just go like exactly where he wants it to, and that's. I mean, I can't really say much much more than that. Well, this is not like emotional connection behind it, like with like Thierry Henry, and, and and you know,
0: growing yeah, he, up, I've seen this and seen this. is just you know, I watch football now, and he's very good. It's kind of it's kind of interesting in in the way that like when you know in the in the early mid late nineties when you know when when, I, when when I was growing up watching football, it was there was almost more more than strikers. There was this kind of battle of who is the best sort of attacking midfielder in the Prem, and you know obviously Lampard, Gerrard, Skulls If you wanted Fabregas, you know there's a few a few options there. And like if you fast forward that battle onto now, I, I I almost feel like he Kevin De Bruyne sort of stands alone there, and like where there used to be quite a big rivalry and a big like you know who is better. I think he's kind of established himself as particularly in the role that he plays like that that you know he's not particularly a a goal scorer but just that sort of playmaking um yeah bloke who can just make make any pass um so you know i I, yeah i I, would david david silver maybe, yeah david silver as well very Um, different um, he's gone gone from the prem at the moment but yeah i i'm yeah both certainly unbelievable talents um you know, Obviously, I think Ericsson when Ericsson was, was good. Um, when he was there, was De Bruyne good. above, above Ericsson. That's controversial for you. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Who do you think's next on the list, mate? Ash,
0: <laughs> Ash.
1: would you say that De Bruyne is currently the best player in the Premier League?
2: Um, If you, if you ask me that last last season, yeah, the end of last season, i uh, yeah, 100% hands down. Like, he's not really come off to no. a flying start. So I wouldn't really know. It, I mean, actually. It, like if someone asked me that question, I literally would not know the answer. Like in in my own opinion, like I wouldn't even know my own opinion. Who's that? But yeah. obviously, I'd want to say like Harry Kane, but I, mm. I don't know if I believe that. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's so... <laughs> Jack Greenish. Yeah. Jack Greenish. Really. Jack Green. Really. <laughs> He's doing all that. <laughs> Jack and uh, third on my list is
0: um, actually Eden Hazard. Eden Hazard. Well, Eden Hazard. I'm pleased that he's above De Bruyne. I can say that as a Chelsea fan. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah Hazard. Um,
2: I remember when I first started, you know, really trying to take an interest in football and getting into it again and stuff. And just trying to watch every every single game of football I can on TV because the subscriptions were paid for now and I didn't have to beg my mum for her to deny me. <laughs> and. Um, you uh, <laughs> um, yeah so I remember watching uh, Chelsea as well and you know, just Eden Hazard the way the ball would stick to his feet when like he's going past players and it, it's not only that it's you, you know he assists goals, and goals and contributing everything he's just quite like, by and large for a while uh, the best player in the Premier League but like,
0: it's not even close in my opinion i oh, so good i i do feel his i mean you know speaking as a chelsea fan his his um his end product like not end product in terms of passing and delivery but if if he'd have been a kind of ruthless um selfish kind of ronaldo. obsessive ronaldo type I, I think you know possibly that would have benefited him statistically but I, but i think other than messi i don't really know anyone who Certainly, with the ball at his feet, in terms of shielding and getting beyond people, I don't know anyone who can actually do the things he does. As I say, apart from apart from Messi, and yeah, I, I think that I hope his injury issues at Real Madrid doesn't make everybody forget just how effing good he is. Like, was
2: what I remember? goal we're against Crystal Palace, right? Do, do, uh, was it, what am I writing this? He's got the ball on Mm. the edge of the box and he's literally gone through, like, not even like, he didn't even, he did not go, like, he didn't even drift away from them any, any space whatsoever. He literally would have been about one or two feet away from them and he's just kind of one touched the ball from each of his foot and he's gone through about three
0: of them. Are you talking about the West Ham one? West Ham, that's Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. and there was and there's like so many examples of that and it, you know he he frequently would you know, i mean his record against the big teams is is really good as well even even in his bad season, i remember that season when he when he only scored one, one or two like i don't actually think he was that bad like he was our best he was our best player even though everyone was saying it was uh, it was william but hey what you know. was his output when
2: he um he didn't get in the team of the year like 2 years
0: ago. Oh yeah, that was his last season. Yes, that was he got like some I don't know what it was, it was like 16 goals and 18 assists or something. Yeah. Like. Oh, that. We, we were we were a one man, we were about such a one man team there. No, I mean, obviously with possibly with Kanté as, as the other one, but if when he didn't play, he didn't play, we were really just
2: just yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, it's, I, no, the way he's gone on at Real Madrid. So I'm seeing stats like Eden Hazard has more injuries for Real Madrid than he has goals and assists yeah. combined. you I mean, seeing stats Harris. like that, and you're looking at it, and you're like, "Yeah, f- he but he's brilliant. He's fantastic."
1: Did he have injury problems at Chelsea?
0: No, I mean he he had he the most he was out was for a month. He just had Sweet Belgian bums too much, yeah. <laughs> and his ankles couldn't take it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no. Has he was, he was a joke. How good he was. Yeah. Remember his goal against um, well, one of his many goals against us where he brushes off Cockle.
0: Yeah, like halfway line. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's just so many. And again, the the one thing that keeps him off that kind of you know really 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 top level thing is is probably he didn't he wasn't quite ruthless enough to sort of. Get the get his statistics up, but in terms of controlling games, in terms of making the difference in games, and and you know, frequently he would he would do things that wouldn't result in an assist or a goal. You know, the kind of you know just things where he just would. Uh, yeah, I don't want to make this all about Hazard, because, because I'm taking again, I'm, I'm going off on one. But um, <laughs> you say it with me, a job, mate. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. it's just he, oh. <laughs> he he you know, like I, I remember it's the goal. You know, the goal that won Leicester the league, the goal against Tottenham he scored. Um, even that, like, I think he does a, he does a one, two, like the very start of the movie, he does a one, two with, um, with somebody, I can't remember who it is, John A.B. McHale or something. And even just the one, two that, that, that he plays, he, he, he sort of, he gives it, feints a run that takes two, two Spurs players away, comes back and takes the ball and goes off again. And it's like, there's no statistic for that, but he's, he's shifted. He's basically beaten two people. That's a dribble in my mind, you know, like, but there's no opta stat for it. So faints uh, yeah.
2: resulting in player move Ex- and a distance of
0: over five yards. X- XF <laughs> expected faints. <laughs> expected
2: faint. You hate expected goals. It's so,
0: it's really good. I hate it. I just don't I don't agree with the idea that that, that football is quantifiable in, in in table mathematical form. Like I don't think that well, yeah, I don't it, think like you can look at a penalty is scored. 78% of the time.
2: So then you give that an XG rating of not quite so but
0: But that doesn't tell me. It. Like, so if, okay, if, if a player is bearing down on goal, right, there is a million things that could happen in it between, between him and the two seconds it's going to take him before he shoots. For me to fail to accept that there's a mathematical like i'm i'm sure there is statistically a mathematical probability that can be applied to it but i don't agree that that tells me anything about the game i'm watching like it just looks at historically how
2: what's happened in these areas with this amount of people around you know
0: in the yeah, past but like, look, i i just i guess i just take it, i just take it into account because so, in. because you know like you know like Giroud's um goal against Sevilla where he he chipped the chip the keeper, like you don't expect him to chip it from there. And perhaps if he'd have the XG might have been really low because a shot from there would have been seen. It just doesn't I just I can't I just think it's it's silly to to well, about expected football. assists though. Oh that's it's a bollocks.
2: No, right, <laughs> right. So quite often a very like creative player will obviously set up a golden opportunity for a striker, and they'll
0: completely fluff it. I think expected assists is a good way to kind oh, that. To, uh, to, yeah, to I guess they have chances created, don't they? As a as a thing, that's that's also a, a same sort of ilk. But I know what you mean. I mean that 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 I, 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 I yeah, I'm, I'm all in favour of them doing things to acknowledge pieces of good play. But I just don't like the idea that it means anything other than. You know, like I saw that the XG for again, sorry to go back to it, the XG for Chelsea versus Severe was something like two one to Chelsea. I was like, what? So, what does that mean? It was four nil. What does the it, XG two one I mean? Severe
2: were west all their chances, and you did very well to convert yours.
0: It's four 0 mate.
2: <laughs> it means you was very clinical with your finishing and severe aware. Maybe. Anyway, I, I see that from four now Anyway, I get your point. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: Um, okay. And then, and then your two one, I guess, is pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. So I'm we'll gonna try that. Like Neymar. Ne- the name. No, the not, it's Ronaldo. <laughs> it's
2: Ronaldo. Yeah. Cristiano. Cristiano Ronaldo. For every every reason that it could be has listed, and Messi forever.
1: His number highly. Okay.
2: Yeah. And for oh. every reason that we've already discussed. Yeah, we've, we've not a bit messy. Messi, I though, do okay. think Ronaldo is worse than Messi, by the way. Yeah, because you're you know, quite, a,
0: you're, quite a normal, you're a normal person. That's <laughs> that makes sense. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, it's funny this whole this whole um, Ronaldo Messi tribalism, it, it has just become a point where well yeah. Anyway. Um, so yeah, to, so to clarify, that was number five, Ronaldinho. Number four, Kevin De Bruyne. Number three, Eden Hazard. Number two, Cristiano Ronaldo. Number one, Lionel Messi. Very boring, like I say. Well, it's, there's no wrong answers here. <laughs> Moving on to myself, um, I'm going to start in a similar vein to you, Dave. Actually, by going with a defender first, and I don't know whether it's going to be seen as slightly posy because you probably could argue that I did not actually see his best um football Um, but it's paolo maldini my number five poser like i again obviously you know he's i mean he started in the 80s that's that's how far back we we go with him but when when i was going through this list four names came instantly to my head and i was i didn't really need to think about that i was just stuck on the fifth and i was thinking like it, there's quite a big gap after that, like players that I can say were truly the best in the world for their time. Um, you know, you have got players like uh, who, you know, even players that have won the Ballon d'Or, like Kaká, who I, you know I would never put in that top top bracket. So I was thinking, who's mm. who's going to get my um, vote? And I, I and I went for Maldini just because, in terms of sort of generational talent to defenders, mm. he was one of very few. Um, didn't and you know they talk about Beresi possibly being even better obviously he was a bit he was before my time I caught the back end of Maldini's career and even then you could just see how 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 brilliant he was and similarly to Lam, he had that versatility to play fullback and center back and in both incredibly well strong yeah. um, you know not slow certainly even even in his later years um, and yeah, I, 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 just, I mean, I, you know, isn't necessarily to get just a defender in there, but there's an argument to say that he was for 15 years or 10 years the best, the best defender in in the world. I mean, you know, most Italian defenders seem to be pretty flipping
2: yeah.
0: good, but um, but yes, Paolo Maldini, just getting on Ashley Cole <laughs> and Philip Lam. No, Maldini. Uh,
1: Great shout He was like, I think he was just the the paradigm for Italian defending.
0: Yeah, and good, you know, good on the ball and could 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 knock it about. Um, yeah, captain was, as well.
1: Not saying that he's that level, but sort of Chiellini would probably be of that ilk of that sort of big can be big and British, but still had that elegance to play the ball. But obviously, yeah.
0: But even yeah, even I mean, I, I even I get I Chiellini on the ball doesn't strike. I mean. I, Yeah, I don't get the great confidence with Chiellini on the ball, but I take your point, you know. But um, that sort of mix of, you know, a full package. Um, Number four is uh, Ronaldinho.
1: Guys got him too low.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I, 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 I was, I had him, I had him in third, I had him in fourth, and and I couldn't really decide. But um, my my listing him a fifth
2: was based solely on the fact that. I, I've not watched that much of him play. That's, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he wouldn't have been higher. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. Had I not been a
2: fake football fan. <laughs>
0: we've uh we've already discussed Ronaldinho, so I won't spend too mm-hmm. long on him, but um You know, I I think the, I mean, you'll see, uh, 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 as I say, who goes in number three, but I think, you know, the reason I put him a little bit lower is because I think his very best was only a sort of three, four year stretch. I mean, possibly even at the very top, maybe only, only a two, three year stretch, that sort of 2004 to 2006 era and most players tend not to have longer than that at the very top so you know and he was obviously fantastic before then at PSG and then even at AC Milan he wasn't awful um and had you know obviously had the ability to just win games single-handedly he was that that fit he was he's been slightly screwed over by Messi in a way because he was such a hero for Barcelona he was their absolute this man is you know the best player that we've ever had possibly that was the vibe and then Messi comes along so um I guess you're number three. You may, there I want you to have a guess as well.
2: Um, I don't know why. It's, it's fun. Um, you're on uh,
1: Iniesta.
0: No. Robin. No. I considered Javi and Iniesta for number five, but they missed out. No. Number number three is Chris Cristiano Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, um, well. I, yeah, I don't have. I don't. I, Obviously, I'm, you know, when it comes to the Messi Ronaldo thing, I'm obviously Team Messi, and 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 because of that, I probably have something of a of a dislike for him that makes me crit- be more critical of him. Um, it's already been mentioned before. I think that one of the one of the reasons why I don't have him it's in the top two um, is because of. Um, well, for, sorry. Let, let me let me start again. The reason why I got him above above Ronaldinho, you know, the player that Ronaldinho was when he was at the top of his game. We mentioned this, Dave. You mentioned this. I think um, you're saying when Ronaldo was at Man United, he was he was almost like that sort of,
1: yeah.
0: you know, Ronald how Ronaldinho was really sort of full of full of life and dribbled past people and was that kind of um, flamboyant. Flamboyant no, flamboyant's yeah. probably a bit a bit strong, but just just had that ability to bring any moment to life and at real madrid while his his numbers are aside from messi you know absolutely incomparable mm. he he just became a bit of a he just he's become just a, a, a ruthless goal scorer and that's i think for me limited the player he could he could have been i mean i think he possibly would have suffered by scoring maybe 10 15 goals fewer or maybe 20 goals fewer had he stayed as the player he was at Man United and kept, you know, being that sort of, let me, let me get the ball and do this amazing thing. And, and you know, maybe he would have scored less. Um, but I think, I think it would have... Ash, you said, you mentioned that article in, in The Athletic about how Ronaldo's kind of honed his skill set to become the player he wanted to be. And, well, definitely there's a case to say that that's benefit. One pound a month. One pound a month, <sighs> yeah. You know. Well, there's definitely a case to say that that's benefited him. I would almost argue that it, in a way, has hindered him as a player. Not necessarily him, he hasn't hindered his success, but it's hindered the player that he could have developed into. He could have been this absolutely, magically, you know, uh, dazzling player that that could, could, you know, beat anyone anywhere on the pitch, but also back it up with goals. But after the first couple of years at Madrid... He, he's just he just became a goal hanger don't get me wrong the best goal hanger that's ever been in the sport but but nevertheless he became a ruthless stat padder and I don't say stat padder as a slant, a slant a, a slight rather I, I say that as a just a fact like he, he became so seemingly became so obsessed with matching Messi's statistics that he thought the only way I can do this is by is by being in the box and and you know, I don't think there's anyone better than him at knowing exactly where to be and popping up at precisely the right time. And as you say, heading left foot, right foot, volley, you know, whatever it is, he 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 can he can do it. Um, but I just sort of think ah, we could have we, bizarrely we could have had more had he been a little bit less obsessed with statistics.
1: He became less exciting on the pitch. But really impressive off it with his starts. While at yeah. United, he was both. Well, he was both. He was really exciting. Like you were saying, you will get the ball, run at plays with directs, dribbling, step over. Mm. Sometimes he did it in excess, but he's exciting. He got you off the edge of your seat. But yeah, exactly. He became just like.
0: Oh, when, when was the last time, apart from possibly a really good shot from outside the box, when was the last time you went like, wow, when Ronaldo did something? I can't remember that. I mean, you might have gone, wow, he scored three goals tonight. Or, as I say, wow, he scored five, three four goals tonight. But again, it, like th- things like that, sure. But I, I can't remember, that. as you said, Dave, the last time I stood off my seat watching him, I kind of oh. went like flipping out. That was, that was insane. And that's not necessarily the hallmark for a great player. But I, as a fan... Think that that reduces him. I, I don't. I don't necessarily think that goals equals talent. You know, in, I a, think in absolute, what you're
2: saying, Harry, is completely epitomised in his 750th goal, which was a, a stolen chance from Alvaro
0: Amorata. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see it, but I heard it was a tap in. Yeah, I mean, which um, we stole it. <laughs> you know. Yeah and and like
2: I mean, I he probably he probably had to steal it to be fair he probably
1: had to. But... That's what I tried to include in my list. I think it was that entertainment factor that mm. you're talking about has and that's why it mine seems a bit more controversial surprising because I don't have like Ronaldo as high up but I think for best for me that incorporates excitement and entertainment because football is a sport you're there to be entertained and obviously mm. stats stats matter for you to be considered great but I don't know I feel that entertainment matters and I feel that I think you're right he did lose that a bit in pursuit of keeping up with Messi in pursuit of being the best Mm. statistically maybe did sacrifice a bit of that entertainment a bit of that flair that he had in abundance at United.
0: Mm. Um, I mean the the one thing that you have to say that you have to give him credit for which again only Messi has really rivaled is his consistency to to perform at the top level i mean what you know mm. even, even now like but but to be giving that such performance and i feel a bit guilty putting the bloke who's number 2 ahead of him for that reason but um but i yeah I mean, we've we've already said everything we everything we need to say on him um your
1: number 2 is going to be very interesting alas
0: so Zidane not zidane no
1: Oh
0: my god who you I'm surprised I was really surprised at this I was so surprised this guy didn't make either of your lists but um, it's Ronaldo the original Ronaldo ah uh,
1: yeah I'm, yeah um...
0: I mean I guess again it's one of those things where we're really going back to our childhood for, for, yeah. for this because he's you know but I mean for me he was the first player that I remember thinking this guy is the best in the world and I mean, I, you know, it's hard to to sort of do because I so my first experience of football really was the 2002 World Cup, because I was living in Hong Kong at the time. So Japan, South Korea, we got to watch all the games on, you know, three o'clock, five o'clock, whenever it was. And, and you know, I remember just being so mesmerized by by him in that tournament and then subsequently going back and watching him in his inter days and and his PSV days and Barcelona and stuff. The reason I put him above Cristiano Ronaldo is because, even though Cristiano has definitely deserved so much credit for the consistency and the high level he's he's and the, obviously the statistics and stuff, I actually think that if I took both of them in, in an isolated season, if I took their best seasons in isolation and put them against each other, I think Ronaldo Nasario, as the Brazilian Ronaldo, was was a better player. Again, for the reasons we've we've suggested before, like that flamboyancy that ability i mean he could you know his dribbling was off the charts i mean i you know all you got to do is youtube him and um particularly in his in his inter days i mean he his madrid days were less you know he's a bit chubbier then um but he's still uh he's still that's why so. he's not as fat ronaldo <laughs> uh yeah and uh, yeah, and he's and you i think sh- I think he's the most unlucky player in the history of football because he truly is one of the best in the in the history of the game. And yet he's not the most famous bloke with that name. So, he, uh, I think Jose Mourinho, I think you're, you're right on this, by the way.
2: Uh, I remember when Son scored and everyone was like, oh, it's Sonaldo, Sonaldo. And he's like, no, today it's <laughs> Sonaldo Nazario.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think that's why I didn't have him in mind because I think I saw him more towards the latter stage of his career or more yeah. in like the middle sort of like his time at Madrid. I knew he was highly rated it when he was at PSV and Inter but I didn't have like the honour of seeing him sort of almost mm. in his day, but yeah. But obviously,
0: of his... obviously I thought of him but I just didn't yeah, him. He's one of three players that have been for me the best in the world in, for my entire time as a football fan. Ronaldo, then Ronaldinho, then Messi. Mm. So number one is Messi and um, I don't need to spend long on this. He's the best player that's ever played the game. He's the best. <laughs> he's the best striker that's ever played the game. He's the best midfielder in the world. He's the best passer in the world. He's the best dribbler in the world. Um, it, it's just you can't. I never saw the whole. The whole reason for bringing this topic up was because obviously we never saw the likes of Maradona and Pele and stuff. But I think Egby, you brought up a good point about saying we're we're you almost get spoiled watching Messi because you, you sort of, ex, you just expect him to be brilliant. And the things that I, you know, I, I was doing a bit of, you know, obviously everyone looking at Maradona highlights and stuff from back in, and as you, you know, i absolutely not critical of Maradona. I, I would put Maradona, you know, up there absolutely with any list, not that I ever saw him, but you get my point. But my, but what I'm trying to say is um a lot of the clips that you'll see of, of, of Maradona, and it's not like there's no footage of him, you know, all the Serie A games for Napoli and, and whatever got, got televised. A lot of the highlights that you'll see of him is him, you know, beating th- you know, three or four players. You know, th- there are obviously some of them. Um, for Messi, the, the, there is the equivalent of that, but every single one of them will end in him scoring or every single one of them will end in an assist and I just think he has done what all the players in history have done before, but done it at a much more consistent level, done it uh, more times in, in 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 games, demonstrated an ability to do things that other people haven't done. And I genuinely just... I, again, I'm, this isn't a slight at you, Dave, because I know that you do appreciate Messi, but I genuinely believe that people who don't think Messi is the... Certainly the best in the world now, not necessarily the best of all time. But people who don't think Messi's is the best in the world now, I feel sorry for them. I really genuinely <laughs> think they are missing out on possibly one of the greatest sportsmen in the history of sport because of the brilliance that he has. And like this kind of tribalism that people think that this goal hanger is is better than him is just is just
1: the only thing with Messi now, I feel that. He's almost suffering a similar mentality to Ronaldo. Maybe Ronaldo due to old age, but I've like missed when Messi used to run at players, at defenders. Mm. And, and I mean, I've not. Is that, I, is I, that
0: not age related though?
1: Yeah, that's why I said that it might be age related. But but then you could well I'm maybe saying about Ronaldo, but Ronaldo is a bit younger when he's. Is that
2: not um, age related?
1: <laughs> <laughs> is that not it?
0: But, Good question for you, Dave.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I just feel the that's like prime Messi was phenomenal when he used to just run at plays and dribble and he used to do all those feints and now I mean he still gets goals but now it's maybe his old age but I don't know like he's he's still I hope when I'm
0: 34 people he, starts,
1: he starts <laughs> still an absolute joke for a player his age that's,
0: that's the thing he, he's he's got I mean, pre pre Ronaldo, the only pre Ronaldo and Messi, the only man that could rival, the only two men really that could rival the statistics that they were showing up was Gerd Muller and um, Jimmy Greaves, uh, particularly Gerd Muller. But I mean, those two, those two guys were just finishers. The fact, and that's almost what Ronaldo has become. But the fact that Messi has those numbers, and yet. Scores goals like, you know, obviously the, the one that looked, that's just like the Maradona one or the goal in the Copa del Rey final against Bilbao or just like you, you watch any, you know, go online and watch top 50 Messi goals. 50, 40 of them are insane. Just p- no other player could um, could score them. The fa- I, I genuinely believe it when I say he's the best midfielder in the world, possibly of all time as well. He, he can pick any pass. People say, like, no, no offense to you, Ash, because I know you, you put him in there for for good reason. But you know, I remember whenever I see, you know, comments about who's the best passer in the world, and you know, De Bruyne, and the you naturally pick midfielders. But I, show me, show me a pass that that any player plays, and tell me Messi can't do it. Like, there's, there's just not, there's, there's nothing. There's even heading. He's a good, he's really good at heading the ball. <laughs> I just think we just the, we, uh, we just giving up in
1: you won't in, let Ronaldo have no, anything. <laughs> I he's
0: he's I just think that I, I, I it's a shame to to not be able to compare him properly to to Pele or Maradona or Cruyff or whoever else from the past. But and I I think I don't have confidence with saying we'll never see anyone as good as him again because I think it's silly to to say that really. But
1: we definitely will.
0: I do think hey, we will say that about in, in terms. In terms of, I think he's taken it a lot further than Pele and Maradona ever took it. And Pele and Maradona was probably the best that football had produced in, well, up and so I mean, well, 100 years. And I what think... What about the... Um, oh, sorry, John, was... No, 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 go on.
1: I was just going to say, what about the sceptics that say, well, he's not won nerd an international competition. Pele and Maradona both won World Cups.
0: I I mean, that gets bandied about. I I personally don't think that you can judge someone too hard, particularly in team games. I don't think you can meticulously say that someone has underachieved because their team hasn't hasn't got over the line. I mean, because particularly when you consider how fine the lines are. So we, we live in a world where, Ronaldo is considered to be again. I don't want to make this Messi versus Ronaldo, but I'll use that as an example. So Ronaldo is considered to have, have had a successful international career because of a because they they won the European Championships, which, in all honesty, he. I mean, first of all, they. I mean, they were just not a good. They were not a good side. He did. He did nothing to. In you know, certainly, obviously, got injured in the final. It had nothing. It had nothing to do with him. No more than any other player. They've also Messi, won the Nations break. They won the nation's team, but that's uh, whatever. Um, and, but Messi you okay. know, drag, drags a, 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 a not great Argentina side to the World Cup final. If Higuain doesn't miss that sitter, they win it. I, I don't accept that, that Higuain missing a sitter can be definitively the difference between whether Messi is world class or not. It d- doesn't make sense to me, that logic. He, Do you not think that, that argument is brought up so often because it's the only thing that people. Um, yeah, I I do, and and, and I end. understand I understand why people do it. Like it, you know, th- obviously you look at achievements when it comes to 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 um, football, and and you know, like with Tottenham, it's thrown at Pochettino, isn't it? Never want to never won a trophy, and I, I do think it's just a bit lazy. I mean, particularly when I mean Argentina, you know, he t- I think he's taken them to two Copa Libertadores, fi- um, Copa America finals, rather. Uh, and you know, losing on penalties. Like, I mean, can we honestly say that? Oh yeah, you know. Well, if you were if you were a better player, Messi, you'd have, you'd have won that penalty shootout. Like, really? Are we are we honestly saying that? I, I think he missed the penalty. I,
1: I think I agree, but I think it's more the... I mean, with Pele, it's hard because the, the the sort of Brazilian teams that he was in, Brazil teams he was in, they they were quality players. But with mm. like Maradona seemed to have like single handedly won World Cups, and I think that's. That's all the angle that I would go towards. I agree that Messi is is just phenomenal. Probably is the best player to ever been. But when you think of you think of a player who has sort of won the World Cup for his country, I think that's why he's seen such a high regard, Mm. not only in Argentina but in the world. And I think it's if not that if Messi was that good, he could do it. But sort of almost he should because he's so good. I think it's he should be doing it.
0: It, it almost reflects your argument about Guardiola that you made, that you made the other week, but um, about him having to win a, a Champions League to be considered a success. But I know you mean it's difficult with the with the Maradona comparison because obviously Maradona, that from again from what I've read, that Argent that 1986 Argentina team wasn't wasn't anything special, and n- nor to to an extent where his Napoli team that he won two um, Serie A titles with, you know, and that was unprecedented. So he has that aura of he single-handedly dragged these two not great teams to, to have unprecedented glory. And yeah, you know, you could have the argument that says Messi hasn't done that. But I, I just think, particularly with cup competitions, they're not good reflections or or a- absolute reflections of quality, which is, this is why Greece win, win the Euros, this is why Liverpool win the Champions League in 2005. You know, they don't reflect necessarily what I do think is a better reflection of um, of uh, good quality is domestic leagues. I think it's the best that we have. I, I, you very, very, very rarely get to the end of a domestic season and think that the team that's won it isn't the best team, even when it's like one or two points in it. And, um, sorry, I'll. But, um, <laughs> but just to just to show, just to say that, obviously we talk about this big, you know, Barcelona and Real Madrid are the two big big teams, the Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi rivalry. Look how many times Barcelona won won the league when when both of those teams were playing there, both both Messi and Ronaldo were in that. But you know, consistently it was Barcelona across the line, and you know, there's one main reason for that. <laughs>
1: Thank <laughs> you.